The following episode is powered by Sennheiser, the future of audio. Welcome to Hashtag Moms Got This. Get your mom life fixed four days a week. I'm Michelle Park. Stacy is not with me today. She is off doing business stuff for her very successful business. But as you know, together we chatted up with a new boss mom each week about her journey and why she's got this. So it's Monday, and in the studio with me, I have Marina Kadenova. She is the founder and owner of BK Pilates. Thanks for being here, Marina. Thank you for having me. Um, so, you know, Monday we talk about mom moments, and, well, I've had a lot, lot of mom moments this morning because I love our nanny, so I'm not nanny bashing, but she was late. And when that happens, the rest of the morning is always a complete disaster because getting one child ready for school and my little one is sick. And so... Um, yeah, so it was one of those mornings where – and then I found myself arguing with my husband and I was like, this is definitely happening. All of this is a result of one person being late because it just stressed everybody out. Anyway, I would love to hear about your mom journey. So tell me about how many kids you have and you know what they're like. I have two kids. I have a boy and a girl and uh, my daughter is going to be two in December. My son is going to be 13 in January and I often feel like I have two only children. Mm-hmm. I had my son – what. 25, so I was very young, and I yeah. feel like often I feel like we grew up together. Right. And um, I made a lot of career changes when my son was born because I felt like I've never seen enough of him, and I kind of wanted to make those changes immediately, so I was in finance, and I decided to find something that will be enough for me to have a career and for me to feel like I'm working and also spend time with him. So I started doing Pilates, which gave me a bit of more flexibility in the schedule where I could actually attend to my child, take him to school, pick him up and still kind of work either from home or. So when you say you started doing Pilates, you started teaching classes? I started teaching classes first. And then my first studio was more like a dry run. It was more like a hobby. Uh And uh, I was, um, I st- but I was still doing consulting for finance, and uh-huh. uh, this way I was able to do some work from home. I could, I was able to see clients, and I kind of wanted to see what Pilates is like, what it is for me, and uh, I actually fell in love with it, and I completely loved the corporate world instead of doing Pilates. Around um, how old was your son at that point? Uh, my son was around five. Okay. And uh, that gave me ability to work two shifts, and uh, I was able to be there when he comes home from school, when I was there to do his homework, to check his homework, to take him to activities and then kind of work more uh, in the evening, maybe another couple of hours. Right. And um, uh, my, as I said, my first studio was more of a hobby. And then I realized that this can work. And having a business background, I was able to start my own brand, BK Pilates, which I started a little over six years ago. I see. And... Uh, so started, you obviously started in Brooklyn. I started in Brooklyn, but uh, BK stands for Be Kind to Your Body. It has oh. a double meaning, but I wanted to, I my, the first studio was in Brooklyn, so I kind of wanted it to cover both. Uh-huh. And the meaning is like Be Kind to Your Body. Mm-hmm. And um, as I started developing the brand, I realized that this is a really, really great career for a woman and for a mother. And a lot of uh, a lot of women that I have, they. They either have children or not, or they want to have children and they work because they want to work because they're happy because this is what they want to do. Right. And this is actually essentially became my business model. Hey, you're you're young now and you're going to have kids eventually and I want you to love what you do. And having my son in mind, I kind of 
I guess I recruited a lot of staff with, I guess, maybe similar goals. I'm not saying everyone is like that, but yeah. we will have that in mind that well, this is what I want to do and this is what makes me happy because eventually I can be a mom or I can be, I can still have a career and I can, I can have both. And so what, um, so then you ended up having another child much later. So what, what, what was your career phase like at that point? It must've been very different. Um, by the time I had my daughter, which was our little blessing, um, I was up to my three studios and I have a pop-up and, uh, um, having her change the dynamics completely is basically I have almost a teenager and I'm back to the diaper age. And I feel like, you know, when you're pregnancy, it's kind of like you have that mommy brain. Mm-hmm. And I, my daughter was born in 19th. I came home like two days later. And next thing I know, I'm looking at my schedule. Oh my God, it's 25th. I have a new studio open and I just didn't cancel and didn't cancel my Christmas classes. Yeah. So basically, I just put her in a car seat, took her to work with me. Two hours wow. later, we were home. And that's when I realized this is real. Yeah. She's there. Yeah. She's going to be there. It's just, I feel like I couldn't, because I lived a certain way for, for 10, so 11 long, years. Yeah. It was very different dynamics. And then I started incorporating her. Um, what didn't change is I do believe in um, having two shifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain mornings I start later or I start way earlier so I could take her to her classes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, being home in the afternoon gives me a chance to see her when she wakes up after her nap and mm-hmm. um, having to see my son when he comes from school. Right, right. And then I'm home right. again in the evening to make sure they have dinner, to give them dinner, to read a book, um, to see what my son has planned for tomorrow and to attend to his needs. And then do they go to sleep and then you have your second shift or like? No, no. I mean, I work usually in shifts. I work, let's say, from 5, 30, 6 o'clock in the morning uh-huh. to like 10, oh, 11, 12. I see. And then I'm home in the afternoon and then I'll go again like 4, 30, 5, 15, 6. I see. Sometimes 7. I see. Wow. That's, that managing all the schedules must be. I remember a lot of schedules. <laughs> I mean, it's between my kids' schedules, my schedule, and um my 30 employees. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it's a lot of remembering. It's a lot of schedules, but it's just something that I need to make work and it makes me happy to make it work. Well, yeah, you got to make it work because that's what moms do. Coming up, you'll hear from Marina about how the complexity of running her own business became even more complex when a surprise child came into the mix. Hey guys, we are so excited that you've been listening and downloading and we're grateful for it. So now rate us and tell us what you like about the show on iTunes and leave us a review. Leave that five-star rating. We would so appreciate it. It's so easy to just click that button and do the five-star rating. (laughs) For a tutorial, go to Stacey's Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hashtag Moms Got This is a production of Mouth Media Network powered by Sennheiser. Reach out and follow us on social media at Moms Got This Show. And me, Michelle, at Mish Plus Two. Or me, Stacy at Stacy Eagle. Check out our website, MomsGotThisShow.com. Marina, your daughter was not planned. Not exactly. Not exactly. <laughs> um, so when you found out you were pregnant, what was that like? Because you had already built this business and it was running. I always saw myself as a mom of three. And oh, then I so kinda, there might be another one. And then uh, now I'm, I'm good now. But <laughs> um, I definitely wanted one. But I mean, not, 
being that they're so far apart, I didn't even anticipate that it's a possibility. Yeah. And then when I, find, when I found out that we're going to have Rachel, um, it was like a huge, it was, I felt like it was a blessing yeah. and I have to make it work. But I didn't realize that Rachel is going to be Rachel until she came around. Right. And um uh, the dynamic was very different. The dynamic of being a mom was very different. Running a business was very different. I was looking to move my location into a different space, and I was ready to do that. And then um, it kind of added another layer, but nevertheless, I kind of wanted to find a perfect balance between being a mom and being an entrepreneur. And um, a lot of times when I was looking for spaces, it was just kind of easy to just bring her along. And it's just easier to feed her, easier to nurse right. when her. When they're that little, actually, you can bring them everywhere. Yeah. So basically for the first uh, six months, the only challenge was kind of to keep up with the feeding schedules and try to feed her in between my clients or run home and then come back. I don't live that far and I made sure I don't live that far. Right. So I kind of like ran home, came back, ran home, came back. So I'm still present at the studio because I kind of gave my BK Pilates my little heart and soul because... It was my second baby, basically. Right. And um, then, I i mean, I still bring her everywhere. Oh, really? <laughs> and uh, sometimes I schedule, like, even if I have to teach, I'll have um, a babysitter. I'll, I'll take her to her class. I'll take her to her swimming class or Spanish class or music class. And then I'll have a babysitter meet me in the studio and pick her up. And I'll just continue teaching classes. Wow. And then I'll come back home. But everything that I planned happened. We moved the studios successfully, moved the studios. Then I opened another one in Tribeca shortly. And um, I'm opening Williamsburg in a couple of weeks. And I I feel like the fact that I had her um, never stopped me from uh, anything in terms of entrepreneur. I feel like my kids are my inspiration. I have to be a good role model for him. And I have I mean, for them, not him, mm -hmm. for him and her. And I feel like I should be able to give them more as a mother than less. So I yeah. think it would me even it would probably make me work harder. Yeah, I think so. Every, I think everyone's kids kind of makes them like figure out what's important and really focus. So now my when my clients joke around, then you open your Williams studio and why do you need so many? And I, I was like, you know, it's in New York City. I need two per kid at least and then two for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> do they all do Pilates? Um, my kids? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. Sometimes my son, well, he can come in and he's like, can you stretch me? Just stretch me. Oh, that's and cute. Then, but he loves to come in just to, you know, hang out. He, yeah. he pretends he does front desk, but... And does your are there any mommy and me classes that you do? I tr um, because we have equipment involved, it's very very hard. Oh, right, that would make sense. But it, I mean, I looked into it. There's just yeah. a lot of yeah, no, yeah, that's like of potentially dangerous. I gotcha. They do crawl away, and being a mom, I don't think it's safe. Yeah, no, <laughs> I have to agree with you on that. So every show, we ask our guests for their mom's got this moment. It's a moment when you really felt like you had this thing on lock or when you saw somebody else doing that. So can you share your mom's got this moment with us, Marina? So my mom's got this moment, I feel like uh, happened last week <laughs> when um, my son, uh, being that he's becoming a teenager, he went through like several changes and um, he always like, He'll, he always change interests, though he's a very, very smart kid, but I feel like growing up in a city gives you too many options, and sometimes they're entitlements, sometimes it's just options that you want to explore, then as a mom, I wouldn't want him to explore. Uh -huh. It's like too much skateboarding, too, many hanging out, too much hanging out in the city, and things that um, 
as a parent, you want to kind of guide them the right way. You want them to grow up. You want them to be responsible, but you don't want to cut cut out of their life. Right. So it's just that finding the fine line is very difficult. So this summer he went to military camp wow. and turned out that he actually fell in love with it. And wow. um, they were, we had a, this ongoing debate at whether he's going to go to military school, is he going to go to boarding school or not? And my son is very, very controversial. He speaks three languages. He's very mathematically smart. He writes music. And where did military come in that it works for him? That it was just completely like opposite opposite ends and um so he went back to baruch and then in october beginning of october which was already like into the school year he's like you know what i felt like the structure worked better for me and i think i need to go i want to go back and i i needed the schedule i love the schedule and can we make this work and i mean what's another thing to add now i mean i love flying to atlanta now every couple of weeks it's just amazing (laughs) and uh, making that work um uh, with a baby, it's right. just another layer, and I feel like a couple of last week we were going with a baby, and I just didn't realize I'm traveling along with a car seat and a bag, and I missed my first flight, and I never missed a flight in my life. Yeah, and and I feel like maybe I made a mistake. I started doubting my decisions, and then basically. My son got his first rank, and it was so impressive, and he held the baby, and we were there just for literally three minutes, which was like a seven-hour commute oh with a missed flight yeah. to Atlanta between the flights. And then the next day was a Veterans Day parade, and seeing my son march, like, yeah. and he was the front row, and he held a sign for school. Apparently, he was a great marcher. Who knew? <laughs> and I felt so proud, and I felt like I got this. I yeah. did the right thing. This was meant to be, and... I never felt more proud in my life. And I mean, oh. we all made it work. Baby was there. He was there. That's and so it was great. perfect. Yeah, that's amazing. That's, I mean, I, I cried. I mean, it's it's <laughs> nice to like kind of feel like, because you were second guessing yourself. So I was yeah. second guessing myself for five weeks. Yeah. Well, I am glad that happened. So now, so now you can rest easy. Yes. Um, thank you so much for being with us today. We'll be back tomorrow, Tuesday, to talk about the routines in your life and some of the special relationships. See you all tomorrow. bad Monday? Well, you shouldn't have a bad Monday because you just downloaded funny people talking on your phone, right? So just click the play button. Wait, Danielle, Danielle. What? What's funny people talking? Oh, it's this podcast with, I mean, you're one of the co-hosts, Mark. It's oh, yeah. you and me and, and Elsie, our producer, she's there. And we have really cool guests on, like illustrators and comedians and actors. You should listen. Do you listen to your own podcast? I hear it every time we record it. It's a really good show. You should listen to. Uh, do you listen, Elsie? No. Typical. I know. Typical producer. You know who listens? All of our fans who love the show. (laughs) (laughs) I know we dropped it. Listen to Funny People Talking. Mm. It comes out every Monday on Mouth Media Network and wherever the best podcasts are found. Make sure to subscribe and show us some love on iTunes, Google Play, and wherever the best podcasts are found. Our fantastic theme music was created just for us by Lily Lane and Joe Pasco. This show can only be reproduced or published with express written permission of Mouth Media Network. We are so looking forward to spending time with you guys again. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, mom's got this.
This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.